Welcome back, gossipers, to another episode of Gossip Bin, the podcast where we gossip while we sip. It's your girl, Natkeb, here, and the girls and I are ready to give you guys some travel tips. It's the holidays. We're seeing family. We're meeting parents for the first time. We're bringing our boyfriend or girlfriends home. We're doing it all. So we have traveled a fair amount, all of us together, separate nationally internationally and so we want to give you the rundown on the do's don'ts and just the crazy stories that we have because you know we always have some while traveling so cheers to being on the go cheers Cheers. all right ladies so kicking it off i actually had this poll up on my instagram not too long ago because i was genuinely interested in the spirit versus frontier battle we obviously know it's the cheapest (laughs) flights we know if you're oh in college, I, I know that's all you've been flying. I get it. Me too. And yeah. I genuinely, for the longest time, was like, I'll never step foot on a Frontier plane. I always thought Spirit was superior. In the poll, Frontier won. And I ended up taking a six-hour Frontier flight from Florida to Vegas. Oh, my God. Or- absolutely not. It was not bad. I <laughs> I had zero complaints. We also flew at 7 in the morning which love an early morning flight because you can sleep. Um, and my only experiences with spirit flights is I swear to God, those seats are getting smaller. They mm-hmm. are just, they are cutting those chairs in half by the minute. And the, uh, I almost said the waiters and waitresses, the flight attendants. <laughs> not that. Sorry, let me not disrespect their jobs. If you even look at them or and ask for a cup of water, they basically just spit on you. You want a free <laughs> snack? They just, they scoff. You want something free? Not on spirit. So what are your guys' thoughts? Spirit or frontier? Any experiences? Neither. Yeah, neither. I think the only reason you should be taking frontier or spirit, aka the greyhound of the sky, I personally think, why take either? If you're going from Orlando to Miami, which is a 35-minute flight, Mm -hmm. it takes you longer to board than it than than you are in the air okay mm-hmm. that makes sense you know yeah it's a 70 dollar round trip whatever you know what i mean it's gonna save you some gas money do what you gotta do might not save the planet because you're still using jet fuel but whatever if you're on a plane Fuck climate change whatever. longer i mean whatever. that's what america have been saying since we fucking left the paris fucking agreement but that's a story for another time i thought you were gonna say since we left paris and i was like wrong country wrong country back in you know world war ii since we and left that's paris, like during brexit <laughs> during brexit back back when we left paris hilton in the mid-2000s um <laughs> no so essentially if you have to be on an aircraft for longer than i'm gonna say an hour Mm-hmm. You need to invest in yourself, love yourself, treat yourself. Why are you doing this to yourself? Let me tell you something. If you have to be on an aircraft for longer than an hour and you have to fly Spirit or Frontier, baby girl, you shouldn't be going nowhere. You should be going back mm-hmm. to work to I be agree. able to afford mm-hmm. Delta, um, a, a, at least American, sweetheart. Oh, blue not Southwest. American. American I mean, has gone downhill as y'all well. Are so, you guys are so bougie. Okay, 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 okay. No, because... There was a time when we were all cheap and broke college students and we were taking $20 flights. I've learned from my mistakes. Exactly. So it's, it's, it's growth. 
I would right? like to say that some of you still haven't learned from your mistakes. Because I still fly spirit here and there. And you, you know what? It gets me here. It gets me mistake. from Fort Lauderdale to New York for $40. I was like, you know That's what? the only exception when? I will make when flying spirit. And that is only if I'm going home for like 24, 48 hours and I can put everything in my backpack. That's it. I'm not flying spirit to, I had a friend who got stuck in Costa Rica. Wrong. Flying to Vegas, y'all had me fucked up. I was still like, I'm going to book my own Delta. I got caught, I got stuck, I got fought. You got, got and guess what? Not only did you have me fucked up, you had yourself fucked up because you were fucked up. I was fucked up on the aircraft and they were fucking with me. It was not a good combo. (laughs) Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Now, if it's under two hours, because you know what another thing is with Spirit? Spirit likes to drag out the flight. When I'm on Delta, I get from New York to South Florida in like two hours and 15 minutes, two hours and 30 minutes. I fly Spirit. They really take the full three hours in the sky. They really take their seat. Same. They don't have priority in the sky. Same. Same. They don't even have priority. They don't have the express lane in the the air. No, they're not. They're not taking a toll. They they when they land because the airline's like, no, bitch. Yeah, they fly over the land. Now, back to my homegirl, Delta. She gets off the not coast. Not the variant. Not the variant, not the variant, the airline. She gets off the coast of New York, right? She gets over the water. And I don't know if she gets the jet stream going down the coast. I don't know what kind of wind she's catching, but she caught it. It's been caught. And she zooms down the coast. We're over the water the whole time. You know what spirit does? They have us over the land because if they crash, they're like, oh, it wasn't that expensive to have them in the sky anyways. Delta values right. their customers. They know that if they crash in the water, there's a chance. There's a chance we will survive. Spirit doesn't give a fuck. That I will say that Delta $13. is getting better with their prices too. Like Delta is actually mm-hmm. pretty affordable now. It is. I back in like, the day, well, it would it was, be like four hundred dollars. It was yeah. expensive. No matter where when you me went. and Jeanette went to Portland, my ticket from New York City to Portland—that's five five and a half hour flight, two hundred and fifty dollars—and I yeah. did not do basic economy. Let's talk about that. That's another thing I'm not going to do because I did it once coming back from Vanessa's birthday and they had me in the backity back of the plane, <laughs> and I was like, oh, I like Rosa Parks. No, not those parts. <laughs> why? Why did you say this, Jocelyn? <laughs> why are you calling? Why are you calling me out? Why is? Why me? You say to Natalie for the content. Anyways, anyways they had me in the back of the back of the plane. Like the toilet seat was like was like my. But you no, couldn't you recline in the right? bathroom. They lined up in the bathroom next to you. I, no, it wasn't you know, because guess what? You know, I thought that I was beating the system. I was like, oh, I'm gonna. It's okay that I'm in the back of the plane. I could deal with that. At least it's a window seat. And wrong again. There was no window. Oh, I've had that before. It's terrible. So you're in the very back of the plane. Yeah. And the seats are. I swear they make the seats closer together the further back you get, mm-hmm. and you're sitting there. There's no window and you're squished next to these people. So there's no window. You no smell window. the toilet. It was just, it was just a mess. And I, I was not, like, I've no, never seen Delta. that. I was like, you know what, Delta, you'll always get that extra 30 bucks from me to be able to pick my seat. I don't care. I'll pick it. I'll pick it. So right, that's, let me give that's you the, my stance let me give you the on silver Delta. lining. 
when it comes, and this is just general knowledge, Mythbusters, uh, they proved this myth many years ago, many moons ago. Um, the people in the back of the aircraft, the further back you are, the more likely you are to survive a plane crash. That's so, fine. So I'm just saying in that oh, particular really? scenario, you you had a high chance of living. At least um, I died in first class with a glass of champagne, but a glass of Prosecco. Maybe that's, the way Dawson wanted to go Maybe that's the way Dawson wanted to end it all. You know, you never know. I understand. <laughs> we, yeah. we, all, we all have a preference to death. Listen, you know what is the best deal on the plane seat-wise is those emergency exit seats. Because sometimes, this, this is what you got to do. This is how you finesse the system. So I don't get, I genuinely don't understand why people like to be the first people on the planes. I like to be the last person to get seated on the plane because I want to just buckle, get my stuff, and I want to take off. I don't want to sit on the plane for really? waiting. Everyone. I'm one of those people that I want to be the first ones on. Like I want to yeah. just sit there by my window and take a nap. I, yeah. I've never really thought about it one way or the other. I just want to get to my destination and one piece. Yeah, I'm, like definitely, I'm definitely a first person on the plane. Because then if you're the last person, you run that risk of not being able to get your carry-on in mm -hmm. the top. Oh, and I one. hate checking a bag. Exactly. The only so, time I check a bag is if I'm going international. That's it. Yeah, I don't I'm check a run. bag for domestic, domestic flights. I don't think but, it makes sense. What so what I do is I like to be one of the last ones because everyone's in their seat, they're all locked and loaded. Now, neck everyone's now I get to you. pick what seat I want. Pick a seat, you don't you have an assigned Southwest? seat? Maybe the plane is full. Uh uh, not all the time. I roll up and I'm like, oh my god, this is my seat. I sit in emergency exit. They're trying to get the plane to go. I'm the last one in. They're not gonna ask me what my seat number is. So I sit in the emergency exit and they're like, are you capable of taking care of this plane? I'm like, hell yes. They're like, all right, good. We got to go. This has worked for me four times. So you're finessing the system by getting on last. Okay. What happens? I see what you, you did on, there. What happens if you get on and the emergency seats are taken? If the plane is full. Yeah. Then I'll go to my actual then, seat unless there's a better one available. So there's the like front. a 25% chance of what you're doing actually working. Well, you got it. Okay. So I usually, <laughs> you know, when you check in like before and then you can see like the seats, you can see what seats are still empty. Yeah. But still. you know what Delta started to do? They start blocking it off. Like I tried to do that for, okay. Prime example, again, coming back from Seattle to New York, I thought the whole fight flight was going to be full. So I upgraded get on the flight plane was pretty much empty oh that's oh, so so you know how i i mean it was nice because i still got free prosecco because you would have been little, upgraded i probably would have been upgraded right anyway, so i say this to say is that airlines are getting smart now because they know there are mm -hmm. people like me and natalie and they're blocking off the seats so that you can't see damn no yeah so i try to sneak in there if not any really open seat that is not maybe it's just like an aisle seat you know but i'm saying is they want like the flight attendants are ready to get a move on they're not they're already done with checking people in their seats i'm just like oh my god i'm so silly no one's gonna come in after me i already scoped out the the airport do um, you ever miss a flight with this um system that you have in place because mm -hmm. for no, you to be the very question. last bitch you have to be cutting it very close to the plane leaving no, I'm like the last five, but you know, it's, it works. 
what happened one time actually, which was interesting when I flew to Europe in high school. Um, so I kind of like went through this phase where I had a fear of flying. Still not my favorite thing in the world, but I've gotten a lot better at it. In high school, I was 16 and I we flew to Europe. So we flew to London and it was six hours. We all were like in separate parts of the plane. It was a school trip. And I was like, oh hell no, am I sitting on this plane for eight hours by myself? So I sat next to my friend. Before I say what I did, I was a naive 16 year old. Please no oh one take God. offense. What did you do? What did so you do? I was like, I can't, I need to sit next to my friend. So I pretended like I was deaf and that, and like me, and I like, couldn't, couldn't be alone by myself on this plane. So I sat next to my friend, like it was her seat. And then I sat in whoever's seat, but that was not mine. And did they move that up. person? Was the plane full or like what happened? So this woman walks up and I am like pretending to sign. Like I have no idea. Like I just sit, like I just kind of sit and I don't say one word and I just get this like look of sadness. You know, I took theater classes and I get this like somber look on my face and I'm sitting next to my friend Alana and she's like, she's like holding my hands and she's like, excuse me, ma'am. Like, I'm so sorry, but like my friend, you know, she's, she's like deaf and like, she can't speak. And we're on this school trip together. They separated her seats. Like, is there any way she can sit here? And like, you can take her seat. Like, this is the number. And we had equal seats. So it was like, not like I was downgrading her. And she, this woman, I'll never forget this woman. She was so like, oh my God, of course you can. Like, no problem. Like, that's totally fine. I hope she she's like, listening right now. I'm not done yet. I'm not done yet. On your way to London in the year 2011 and you gave up your seat. Please feel free to DM us. was probably in middle school. <laughs> I entered, I just entered high school in 2011. There I graduated go. in 2015. Ew. Ew. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, so, well, no, I went junior year. So 2014, okay, but yes. She goes, she was like, so like, oh my God, of course you can, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, there's just one thing. And I was like, turned my head. I obviously couldn't say anything. And she was like, I ordered the vegetarian meal, like specifically for this seat. So like, if it comes, just tell her that we swap seats and like have her send it to me and I'll, I'll send my meal over to you. And I was like, and in my head, I was just like, oh my God, if I get this vegetarian. So you, wait, meal, so I have a question. Did you have to be mute the entire flight? So, um, that what a dream ended- come true. So it was like one of those, like, <laughs> Oh my god one of those big ass planes and like you know where it, there's not like real dividers like you can still walk through but you kind of can't see people in different like sections oh, I know you're talking about. Yeah. no it wasn't like what there wasn't like a curtain but there was you know like they had a because there were the three rows because it was a big ass international okay plane. okay okay so behind the third row to split it up, they had a little middle part. And the woman was behind that section and I was in that the section before it. So whenever I walked over there, I would just <laughs> just walk silent. Valley's holding her breath because maybe that's how they'll think she's deaf. And I never went back there like the whole flight, but it was awesome. Me and my friend had a great time. We watched all these movies. I got my, I got my food. She got her vegetarian meal. I looked over her and I gave her the thumbs up because <laughs> she got her food and I didn't. So don't be like me. Um, but you know, you got to do what you got to do. Have a good flying experience. I'll never forget when Natalie had a mental breakdown on our <laughs> flight Iconic. from the Dominican Republic back Iconic. to America which for those of you, we're flying from the DR to Miami. It's all of a 90 minute flight, if that. It's literally less. The yeah. island, I mean, you could probably the swim there. very close, right? The it was like an hour and a half. The like, island all the time. I'm sure you yeah. could swim from the DR 
to anxiety is real well. people that was my first experience with hangover anxiety and, and i don't remember I if she had it a panic attack because of la Ponche 40 or if she had a panic attack because she didn't want to fly i don't know what was going on um someone was giving her like extract oils essential oils with extracts i don't know they I were giving her that it was a girl in our row because i think I think Natalie was thinking between you and Amanda and I was mm-hmm. in the other row mm-hmm. and this girl was watching Natalie panic. And so mm-hmm. the girl turns to you or Amanda and was just like, I have essential oils for stress and anxiety. So Jeanette grabs I his essential like, oils over and this. is like <laughs> inserting them into Natalie's nose. Yeah. Yep. I was trying to, I was trying to eat that stuff. I was like smelling it. I was rubbing it all over me. I was shoving it up my nose knowing what i know now it was definitely major major hangover anxiety because like i mean that was for a four or five day bender which again we did not have the most i did not have the most favorable experience I had a great time with some of these people that were also on our flight and i just literally freaked out and i hadn't flown in a long time but i was just so hungover and i was so anxious i freaked the fuck out on the plane i was sitting peacefully in my home just chilling I don't have any airline stories. However, I will like to say that my favorite thing to do on a nice long haul flight is to get wine drunk. Because if it's like 15 hours, you're not going to make it through the whole thing. You got to get like a little bit, like a little bit of like a nice like floaty, a nice buzz. A little bit of a buzz. Like a little buzz, like a wine drunk. Take a nap. You wake up. It's like eight hours in. You watch a couple movies and then you're there. That's how it goes. It just makes it easier. I love flying. I know it freaks out a lot of people. I love it. I feel like it's just so fun. Also, strangely enough, I feel like this may sound a little wild, but I'm wild. So keep that in mind. There's so many shows that I saw growing up, like Lost, to name one. There, A lot of them have numbers. There's one on Netflix right now. I can't remember the number of it. But essentially what happens like planes is- crashing. Of planes crashing, and I remember like so romantic. I Ugh. romanticize it. I don't manifest it. No, that's incorrect. The, no, no, I'm no. Put me the on a show is called the Manifest. Oh yes, that one. Not <laughs> a no-fly list. Of of any of us, Jeanette would be the one to be put on a no-fly list. Honestly, no, 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 no. I don't. I don't manifest it. Um, I, I, I do feel like Hollywood has romanticized the whole plane crashing, you're in an island, smoldering, there's a sexy shirtless man, you might be saved, you know? So like, even growing up, like I would watch these shows and I was like, I would love nothing more, but then to be a castaway, we are castaways on an island with, with a man that's like Channing Tatum, like, you know, I've grown out of that phase. However, nonetheless, I do still love flying. I've always, okay, now this is going to sound wild and feel free to cancel me for this one, but <laughs> I've always wanted to be on a plane where the masks come down. Like what's in that? What? I know it's oxygen. What is happening? I know it's oxygen, but like, can yes, you imagine? I really want to play with the mask hanging from the ceiling. Yeah, no, can you imagine if they put laughing gas in it and like we're all like high as fuck there's, on this plane? There's not laughing gas feel? in it though. It's I know, oxygen, so you don't die. Just but she's imagine. romanticized it in her head just to be imagine. that moment. Just imagine. How I'm cool concerned. would it be if you if you ha- if you throw like like a pilot party and <laughs> you have like that you have them put laughing gas in there and then everybody's high in the sky? Like, I don't know. I just feel like that would be so fun. If the Kardashians are listening, which I don't think they are, but 
I know y'all could pull this off because y'all do some wild parties. So if you do just invite me, trademark my idea. I think the laughing gas would be a phenomenal touch to right before death. As long as the pilot's not doing the laugh gas. And you're going down, you know? Personally, if I'm going to die, give me the laughing gas. Let me die high. Let me, <laughs> let me feel like I'm going to the metaverse. You know what I mean? Like, don't let me die high and dry. What you're saying about like movies and TV and stuff, why I have this fear of planes is because when I was younger, my brothers watched Final Destination and, I love and, that movie. and they were like, I oh my God, movie. this movie is like, Natalie, this movie's not even bad. Like stopping such a baby. And I just remember seeing that plane just fucking explode in the sky. And turn Final into- Destination, that was scary. Think about how quick that death is. Like if we're, we're I'm not trying to reroute this to death podcast episode but oh my god my only wish is i go quick all right i'm not trying to struggle if i'm if, if the plane explodes I I'm, it's a wrap <laughs> within 30 seconds i'm poof i'm gone poof poof pass like i'm out but like if if i'm drowning you, you know how painful that is and you're like oh, 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 and you're like you're gasping for air that's like, like that's burning cool. that's like they say burning is like that's the word. agonizing like yeah or, like the Tom Hanks like movie, that. like like literally yes. the movie Castaways, like you're literally in the ocean. You don't see an you're island. Struggling. You don't see anything. He found the volleyball, though. He did Listen, find the ball. No, just give me the sweet release of deaths. And if I'm going to die, let me die quick. I don't I don't need to be agonizing. I don't need to be sitting there thinking about what I should and shouldn't have done. Let me just go. I'm trying to haunt. Like, I'm trying to come back. Like, <laughs> That's like I'm not trying go. to talk about my regrets. I'm just trying to see God. I'm trying to, like, you know, square right. up. I'm trying to see the Lord. I'm trying to have him have my receipts ready to go. Like, what? what's good? Jeanette's like, listen, I need to know what's Max up to. Tell me tell me what he's right. doing. Right. <laughs> can I have his location in the sky? Like, <laughs> what's good out there? Okay, so going off of like what you were saying with um, TVs and stuff, what are we watching on long flights? Are we are we crying? Are we watching sad movies? Are we watching scary movies? Are we watching Final Destination? Are we watching some sexual pornographic movies? Because some I watch I watch sexual pornographic movies on the plane. I watched Hustlers on the plane, and it was pretty iconic. I watch a nice like mix. So I'll watch, okay, my last time flying, I watched Halloween Town to get in the spirit of Halloween. I think this man was was sitting next to me was probably like, what the fuck? Because it was literally like a kid's movie. And I was like, man, Halloween Town is just as good as I remember it when I was like seven. The movie ends and and Jocelyn's just sitting there like, ah. (laughs) It was so nice. nice. I was like, wow, that was so nice. It's literally exactly how I remember it. And I laughed and I was laughing so much because, and I don't think I laughed that much when I was a kid because she was like, mom, I'm 14. I'm practically an adult now. And I just went, (laughs) So I just started, <laughs> and then okay, and then I've also watched Hustlers on the plane, but I felt kind of bad because there was an old lady sitting next to me. So I did feel bad when she was like clapping, like clacking her heels together. I was like, oh, oh wow. Um, and then I've watched scary movies on planes. I think that's really it. I'll, I'll watch pretty much anything to be honest. I'll watch anything on the plane. When I flew from Spain to Miami. I watched that one movie with Jennifer Gardner where her son's, he has like some type of like a physical And he deformity. wears the space, the space hat. She, he yes. Helmet. Yes. I don't know why I decided to watch that, but I was crying for a solid three hours. Like it is a very sad, if you want a movie to cry to, that's the movie you watch. Wait, what, what is it called? I don't remember. I'll find Not it for I was you. trying to cry. 
if you want you two are like what you. what is the movie <laughs> but it's actually really cute and i watched it for three hours bawling my eyes out and the man sitting next to me just like taps me on the shoulder he's like are you okay and i was just like i just don't want to go home and this movie is so sad oh, that's like wow. it was like that and then i had one weird experience i was watching parasite and i think i was flying from like new york to fort lauderdale and I, I was, I always get window seat. Like, that's my thing. I never want aisle or metal. That's like, same, to me on earth. same, but as her, same. and I was sitting window seat and I could feel the man sitting next to me, like getting closer. Like I could feel his like elbow and shoulder getting like literally on me. But I was just like, maybe he's just falling asleep. He found a nice bosom to want to sleep on. I don't know. And I watch Parasite, whatever the movie goes on. And then I take off my headphones and he's like, wow, that was a great movie. We just watched. And I was like, excuse me? Because Parasite. He's like, I loved our first date, babe. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, can I get he your number? Trying, he was ready to wipe you. Because Parasite, it's all in captions, right? It's in Korean. So yeah. he we were he was just reading along with me. And he's like, That's wow, funny. that was a great movie we just watched. And he was older. He was like in his 70s. It was old. Aww. And I was like, yes, sir, I watched, it was a good movie. I watched Avatar. That one's a good one. That one made me cry. I was like, wow, I forgot how good Avatar was. Crazy Rich Asians made me cry. I was like, I love that movie. Oh, I love that movie. I've heard things where people will watch like movies with like like sex scenes or whatever, and like parents will tap them on the shoulders and be like, "Excuse me, can you please not watch me? that?" Like, me. That, that that. I was watching. Listen, I love a good sex scene. Here's my thing. Um, Are you if lost, the airline? If, if this wasn't supposed to be broadcasted, the airline wouldn't have put it on here. I agree. If you have a valid child, point. Here's my. Th- I was watching Rhett, uh, what's the movie with the girl that like is quirky and falls down the stairs? She's blonde, Jennifer Lawrence. I'm watching Red Sparrow. I think that's the name Ooh. of the movie. Oh, She's like a spy, but there's a scene, I'm not going to ruin it. Essentially, there's a scene where she, you don't see vagina, but you see tits and you see her like backing into a desk, spreading her legs. So the assumption is, mm. wow, there's vagina. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what's wow. Wow, that's what's like a Delta play because, like, again, no, this was this was Lufthansa. This is a German airline. The German airline. I was flying from Berlin, uh, not Berlin. Where were the fuck was I coming from? I don't know. I was in Germany. He was like, I was in Germany. (laughs) I was in Germany flying back to America, and I the plane is pretty much empty to the point where my man has left my aisle, and now I have the aisle to myself. And he's got a whole nother aisle. He's a big dude. So I'm like, great. I'm here. I'm chilling. I'm watching. And I'm intrigued. I'm like, oh, shit. Her vagina about to come out. And the whole scene, there's this guy. And this guy's like, oh, yeah. Like, okay, like, I'm going to kind of, spoiler alert. So he was trying to rape her, right? And oh he was trying to, he was trying to rape her from behind because he, like, wants power, right? But she didn't, she didn't let him get raped. But they're, like, in the spy school. And so the spy, the spy teacher was like, hell no. Like, we're gonna reenact this in front of the classroom. So he like comes up there, pulls his pants down and the the spy teacher's like, give this man what he wants. And I'm like, oh, scandalous, what? But they're spies. If they don't do what they're told, they're gonna get shot. So Jennifer Lawrence's character, I forgot her name, She's like, she's like, yeah, rape me. But she like turns around and she spreads her legs and she's like, fuck me, fuck me. And the guy can't get hard. He's like spitting on his dick and he's like trying to make it go hard, but he can't get hard because she looks at him dead in his goddamn eyes. And she's like, she's like, you want power and you can't like, you want, you want control and you won't get, I'm like, oh yes, bitch. Like mm, one point for feminism. Okay. But anyway, so I'm 
don't know if that's quite feminism. I'm okay. Well, okay. You know what I mean? Like for a bad bitch. So I was over here like hyping this bitch up. I'm like, yes, <laughs> tell this motherfucker what's good. Fucking Vladimir over here trying to get some. Um, so I'm in the movie to the point where like, I'm like this, like <laughs> watching the movie. She's like holding onto this chair and the screen in front of her. I'm like, oh my God. Like so next all thing up I know, then I feel a little tap tap. So I'm thinking, oh great, my meal's here <laughs> just in time. <laughs> You're like dinner and a show. <laughs> Correct. I'm like, oh, excellent. And this woman's like, um, would you mind, uh, switching I don't know if she said switching it off or turning I don't know what 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 verbiage but she was like yeah like my son's here so I look back little Billy is diagonally behind me and first of all little Billy's not that little little Billy looks like he's he's probably 13 he probably feeling some type of way about Jennifer Lawrence oh he's not he's little. probably seen a vagine on Pornhub he, he, he was probably, probably like, trying to creep through the cracks he was trying to watch right. it with you well uh, he probably was leaning a little too hard like so like for i fucked around for a minute i went to see like where the plane was in trent like in the flight or whatever and then i went back to the movie but i she never she she didn't bother me anymore i didn't get to finish the movie so i didn't really win that one most recently though on my way to portland um i was i downloaded a movie onto my ipad or the oh, yeah, yeah, sweetest thing mm-hmm. with cameras diaz and uh christina alma blair and the other girl, Blair, yeah. um, it's a little raunchy and I'm sitting. Okay. So contra- I, I do fly Delta. However, I'm like four feet, zero, a hundred pounds. I don't need an aisle or a window. I'm fine with bitch. I'll ride bitch from here to Mars. No problem. So, <laughs> and it's free. Okay. I don't have to pay for it. So unless I'm flying with someone, I really don't pick my seats. So I'm in the bitch seat. To my right, I got this girl who literally sat on the plane. We'll call her Natalie 2.0. Sat on the plane, passed out. Didn't hear a peep from her. Didn't know, don't know anything about her. She put her hoodie on. She's knocked out. So she's on the window. Oh, I love that, is me. Like that. that is literally me on the plane. I don't want to talk to anyone. Natalie 2.0 passed out. I'm bitch. And then, then I have this nice woman. Okay. Uh, she's an elderly lady. Uh, she's, she's from India. She didn't speak English. She was like, like 79 she had to be between the ages of 75 to 95 okay homegirl i mean listen a big difference. Round up, 75 round to coffin <laughs> yeah, to in the ground she yeah she might be older because you know brown folk don't age that quickly so she probably was she was probably 105 looking 65 you know what i mean so good for her she looked great but she didn't speak a lick of english and I will make my point here. Like, y'all are like, oh, Jeanette, you're like stereotyping her. No, I sat next to her. I know her. We sat right there. The plane is like you know about her. to take off. Seatbelt sign on. Lights go off. It's a night flight. Everybody's chilling. And I can see with my peripherals, this woman's like, <laughs> like she's trying to like move. And I'm like, where are you going, Raja? Um, Raja, plane- where are you going? <laughs> The plane is in this position. The plane is like this. Like we were on the ground and now the plane is like this. We haven't even plateaued in the sky. The plane is like this, okay? I know because my head is like this onto the aircraft. And Raja gets up off her seat and she's frail, okay? I'm concerned. So I take my headphones off and Raja's like holding on to her seat and the backrest of the other person. And I'm I'm like, oh, is somebody else? And I'm like, is anybody else watching this? So I take my headset off. I look over at Raja. You're like, calm down, Raja. (laughs) 
she about to go. Please. She about to go down. She, listen, she's thirty. Okay, she continued down the aisle. The, the aircraft is literally like taking off. She's she's vibrating down the aisle, like you know, like she's getting exercised as she's going down the aisle. And I'm like, oh, she must have made it back. She must have made it to the bathroom. So I'm like, I continue back into my business, about to put my movie on. Literally, not even three minutes later, she's escorted back to her seat, and. And no one spoke, like, I don't know. I know I know India has different languages depending on the region, but I don't know what part she was from. They didn't speak whatever. It was, I, listen, I used to nanny for these Indian kids. Love them. Shout out to them. Um, but they spoke Telugu. So I knew a couple little words. I was like, all right, Raja, we got to, you know, let's get to know each other. Um, but she didn't speak what I spoke. So so it didn't work. Anyway, the case and the, so the point of the story is we're sitting down. We find a plateau. Okay, from, from what? From Orlando to New York is like two and a half hours, let's say. The whole flight. She doesn't have not a notebook, not a book, not a Sudoku, not a Rubik's Cube. She has no form of entertainment. No, she's literally sitting there like this. And she, in common grandma character, she's got like a tissue. This is a starburst, but she's got like a tissue in her hand. So she would oh, like- Why do grandmas always have tissues in her I don't know. She would grab her like, like- so she had her her. And she sat there and I was like, damn, okay. So I put my movie on. I've never seen this movie. It's called The Sweetest Thing. It's a little raunchy. There's a scene in the movie where um, Christy, uh, yeah, is it? No, 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 not Christine Applegates. Uh, Cameron Diaz's Diaz. character is in a public bathroom and there's a glory hole. And I mean, I know what a glory hole is. The character doesn't know what the, what the glory hole is, but I could feel just like Vanessa that Raja was peering. And Raja <laughs> definitely didn't know what that hole was. And she, di- and she didn't know, and she didn't know but she she kept like feeling me laugh and giggle. So she's like, this shit must be good. Let me tune in. <laughs> so so Raj is like peering because I feel I feel the lean. I feel the I feel the eyes. But I'm like, listen, grandma, you're doing this to yourself, okay? Because I'm here, I'm on vacation, I'm out of office. So listen, Raja. Um, in this scene, she's um the character looks through the hole and you see a penis. I didn't know there was gonna be a penis. I thought. You know, like I don't know, I don't know what I thought, but I didn't think we we're gonna see dick in this I, film. Honestly, I was surprised on that scene in the movie. I did not we, think I that saw was dick. There was a snake on the plane, literally. There was a snake on the plane. You literally saw the penis head, the urethra. I was ready to do a, a, a an exam and it just on comes the through penis. the hole and it pokes her in the eye. Yeah. This I've never scene seen this is movie. like it's a 2002. I mean, listen, I don't know what we were doing in 2002, but that is that's porn. I like freak out. I'm like, oh shit, Raja saw this. And I look over and she's just like, <laughs> like, I thought she died, like petrified. She broke a sin. You made her, you made her break a sin. And, and I'm so bad. That made me laugh even more. Like it was already a funny scene and I'm just dying. I'm like, this woman's going to get to her kids or her grandkids. And she's going to be like, oh my God, we all need to she's pray like right this now. Because, dumb American that I was sitting right. next to on the plane. Right. And then she put porn on. I saw a penis. The only <laughs> penis I've ever seen is my husband's. And now I get to see another penis. She has to go to church and she has to repent for her actions or whatever they go to because of because of you watching that film. <laughs> oh it was God. a good movie. 10 out of 10 would recommend. Well, no I had nothing close to that. One time I watched the sister. I was in business class on an American flight. It was back from LA. And I was in the middle. And I was like, oh, let me just find something good. I ordered a glass of wine. You know, I was keeping it real classy on this plane. And I and I was in between like two like just 
big, you know, men in suits. Like you knew they were traveling for work. And I was just like this dopey little girl with like my LA Dodgers hat. And I was like, Hey, and I tried to talk to them. No one wanted to talk to me just cause it was just in the middle. It's always awkward when you're like, Oh, sorry, excuse me. And you just have to like sort of make nice with people. But I put on the uh, sisterhood of the traveling pants too. And I, I thought you were going to say sister act. <laughs> no, not that one. No, no I was also no. a great film. <laughs> um, just sort of traveling pants too. And I was like, I was like, oh, you know, I'll probably just fall asleep. And I was just sitting there like, damn, these bitches love each other so goddamn much. And I was like, oh, because of these pants. And then they lose the pants in the movie, obviously, because the little sister steals them and she leaves them in Greece. Spoiler alert. And then they all got back together and they were friends and they found the pants. And I was sobbing. I was crying. And I'm standing, I'm sitting between these two like, like I'm just trying to like are you crying I always thought you were crying again no on the plane I I was just like trying so hard to wipe my tears and then it just like came up on the screen sisterhood (laughs) traveling pants too I was like end end please stop looking (laughs) at me I'm usually the kind of person that gets on the plane and literally passes out like Mm -hmm. and I Mm -hmm. mostly from takeoff to landing Mm -hmm. there was one time when me and Joss went to Sedona or Scottsdale there was a guy who was being ushered off by a u.s marshal but i missed everything i missed oh. all the action but he was getting ex um not executed oh my god executed on the plane escorted he was getting escorted off because he wouldn't wear his mask mm, that was the whole reason that was his reason he wouldn't want to wear his mask he was How a veteran and he's just okay. like i served my country and you guys are repaying me this way but that delta flight attendant was just like very adamant he's like you are not disrespecting me on my plane you're off so but i woke up and he was being escorted off and i was like i just miss all the action but Damn. i've never had a crazy i don't really have any no yeah i think if i saw that i would just be freaked out i would just be like oh my god please get these people off the plane yeah. I'm, I'm all for escorting people off the plane get out you're I holding agree. me back especially, especially especially if you're now. acting up if you're acting up you gotta go we don't have time for this i'm sorry go learn manners mm-hmm. go take a course come back when you're ready we're it's not going to difficult. the no fly list like ever yeah the drive like thank you for your service but like you can drive a vehicle yeah, yeah i'm i, agree. Agree. I, I believe in travel pay. etiquette like make this make it easier don't make it more difficult than it needs to be I also think like, you know, and obviously people like people like to drink on planes and that's totally fine. Like, I think if you can get drunk on your flight and you land somewhere drunk, that's fine. But people that get on planes that are just so belligerent and that are just like can't even function. It's just like, oh, but I go to sleep. Oh, I've been show. there. I've been I've, there. I go to. I've been there, but I go. But to have sleep. you caused a scene? Oh, no, no, I have. I have caused a scene, but the scene was not watched. I was, <laughs> maybe someone watched the scene, and I'm I'm somewhere in someone in in like some Reddit thread. You might be the worst traveler. Listen, Jeanette okay, almost okay. missed the flight to Portland. What? How? I didn't know that. We were sitting. Remember, we were sitting at the bar, and I was like, "Shouldn't we be boarding soon?" They had boarded. Oh, we were like having three, a good old time. They had boarded. We were like catching three, up. They had boarded like three sections already, and I was like, "Jenna, I've never missed a flight." And I was like, "And it won't be the first. This won't we be the first time." We didn't miss it. We still had to wait but we, to get on the plane. Dawson, like, that's true. She's the kind of person rush. that needs to be on the plane fast. Like, I will show up like fifteen minutes before. Like, I know. I you have to time it too. I, I mean, I could time it, but I don't like it. I don't like to. I like to be there like thirty minutes before the flight, like 30, 40 minutes. I can't handle it. I can't handle just walking t- up. Once upon a time in uh, Las Vegas, I um, 
how do I begin this? Okay, so weed is legal in Las Vegas. <laughs> so let's let's start um, this. Let's preface it with that. I'm gonna so yeah, we did so it only in Vegas. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to run through it quick. There's a lot of details, but I'm not gonna bore you with them. So I ended up accidentally getting high. You might wonder, how does one accidentally get high? I took more than I should have, and it was offered to me and I was hungry and I'm not one to say no. So I I didn't really think it was gonna knock me on my ass. And boy, did it knock me on my ass. Ev- eventually I get on the aircraft and I say eventually because a lot happened in between that time. <laughs> but eventually I get on the plane and it's a red eye and it's spirit. And I will say this is the last spirit flight I've taken. I get on this plane, it's a red eye flight. It had been canceled, rebooked, rescheduled and the gate had changed. I wanna say like at least five times. And I was like, hi. So I'm like, I'm never getting home. And when I finally get on the plane, I'm like, great. Okay. I can just knock out and I'll wake up and I'll be back in Florida. Major anxiety is kicking in. I finally pass out. It's a red eye. Lights are out, whatever. Halfway through my slumber, I'm awoken by (laughs) the sound of little people. And it sounds like they're like chanting something. I'm like, oh my God what could this be? But I'm sitting there like, just picture me. It's black. It's pitch black. This, there's no movement on this plane. And I'm sitting there listening to these voices and I'm like, there's Smurfs on this flight. Like <laughs> I was convinced there were Smurfs on the flight or gnomes or some type of miniature creature that had chosen me as the leader. Um, so I unclicked. You were there, Papa like, Smurf. Correct, Mama Smurf, if you will. So I um, unclick my seatbelt. I'm in an aisle seat, and I like quietly, like I look back, I look sideways. I'm like, okay, where are they? So I like <laughs> get up off my seat, and the only light are those like like night strips on the aisle of the plane. So I'm like, okay, this is plenty of light. Like I'm on all fours on this aisle, like looking for the Smurfs, and I'm like like trying to put my ear up to see like, okay, like what can I hear? And I start to notice that they're actually in song and they're singing (laughs) the song of my people, (laughs) AKA Gasolina. All I hear is, (laughs) it's like, like, I'm like, oh my God, I have Hispanic Smurfs. And I know this sounds wild but that's what I'm saying I was overserved on accident <laughs> okay so I'm like getting closer to the sound um I realized I'm in my backpack and I'm like oh my god wow like I cannot wait to like bring these smurfs home it's gonna be great so I'm like looking for them I'm expecting that I'm gonna have like a little smurf that I can like you know hang out with for the rest of the ride and I realized that this is back in the day my headphones were plugged into my iPhone and the, vol- the, the cord was wrapped around the phone and the volume was at max. And somehow accidentally, I must have played the playlist before I fell asleep. But because that song is so fucking loud, it woke me up. And that's when I sat on the aisle of this plane mid-flight and I thought, damn, I'm really hot. <laughs> and then her life flashed and, and she was like, yes, this is this happening I was like, right now. I was like, oh my God, I need to sit down. So I sat down and I went back to bed. Something sim- similar to like what you had, um, like smoking before a plane. I swear to God, I will never do it ever again. It was same thing, come from Vegas. And it was just, I remember- the Vegas flights. 
it's all about those Vegas flights. Um, I just remember we we had like a liquid form, so we had we had no idea how to gauge it when taking it before. But I remember getting on the plane. One of my friends, her head just hit. She just hit the table with the fold over table, and I was like, "Damn, I'll check if she's alive by the time this plane lands. I can't I can't check on her right now." And she fell asleep the entire six hours. I just remember sitting there, and I was like up I go. And I just remember going up to the sky and I, and I thought that was it. I thought that was my ride to heaven. It was like up, up and away. I'm ready. Like for this it ain't yet. too bad if this is how I go. And then um, I woke up and I was like, oh my God, I'm still here. We're still on this flight. But yes, tell us about your infamous Southwest flight. I was going to visit Vanessa. We were going uh, on a cruise for her birthday. And my coworker had just taken the same cruise. My friend had just taken the same cruise like two weeks prior. So the whole week leading up to the cruise, she's telling me like, oh my God, we made these stops. We did this, da, 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 da. I get to the airport. I sit down on my flight, whatever. I had selected my, I think you can select flights. I think I had selected my flight with Spirit. So I pay for my seat. I'm in an aisle seat. I'm chilling. I'm hanging out, whatever. I'm on my phone. Next thing I know, this woman's tapping me. She's like, hey, do you mind like moving over so I can sit in your seat? Her husband was aisle and she was aisle, but she was the aisle in front. And essentially she wanted to sit side by side instead of sitting in front of him. They, they were both very um, plump people. And so they needed the aisle seats. I understand that. I comprehend. However, comma, I wanted that particular, I like, I was already settled. You know what I mean? Like I had worked the day I had, I w- the other two people was, were already sitting down. They were asleep. My luggage was up. Like I'm, done. I don't want to get up. I don't want to move. So I was like, no, like I, I actually selected the seat. It wasn't a big deal. I just didn't want to do it. And like, I'm, I have all right to not do with something I don't want to fucking do. So I was like, no, I selected the seat. You know, I'm sorry. It's 30 minutes. You can deal without touching your man for 30 fucking minutes. And you're not even going to touch him. It's an aisle to aisle. What are y'all going to hold hands across the aisle? Like girl. So anyways, she's like, Oh, what do you mean? No. I was like, no, I don't want to. So she calls a flight attendant. The flight attendant's like, ma'am, do you mind switching seats with this uh, woman? And I was like, I was like, ma'am, I'm really sorry. I don't, I like, I want to take off. I want to get to Miami. Like, I'm not like, I don't want to, I'm sorry. No. And was that maybe being an asshole? Sure. But like, you paid for it. Pay for your fucking seats. Stop involving random bystanders in your fucking personal business. Okay rude so she gets really mad that i'm saying no because i feel like she's like this bitch is being an asshole and i think it pissed her off that she couldn't do anything about it flight takes off the whole fucking flight she's talking mad shit i can hear her in my head like i had but hear me out again i'm a small little bitch this woman to paint you a picture had to walk down the aisle sideways so she could get to her seat so that should feed that should give you a little bit of an idea of who i'm up against and I'm not about to brawl someone two times my size. That's not smart. So I know when to shut the fuck up and I shut it the fuck up and I sat there and she, the whole time she's like this little dumb bitch. She thinks she's going to, she thinks she's good. She thinks she's smart. She thinks she's cute. Nah, 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 nah. And I'm, mm, I, I am smart and cute. I'm going to sit here. You I, listen, I didn't say anything, but I was talking back in my head. So anyways, <laughs> we get to Miami, the plane lands. All right. My biggest pet peeve is when the plane lands. Ma'am, we're in the back of the plane. Why are you standing up? We haven't even gotten to the gate. That's so annoying. And the plane unboards 
in the order of entry. So the people in the front get off the plane first. What are you going to run down the aisle? So anyways, we land. She gets up hella quick. And she's, again, her husband's right across from her. Her man's right across from me. So she gets up off her seat and she stands in between me and her husband with her booty cheeks facing to me. And she's talking to her husband like, we got to get off this airplane. We got to get to this. We got to do that. She's planning their whole life together. So as she's standing there, she lets a mean fart rip from her booty hole. Like I'm talking like the gnarliest fart I ever did smell. And like air puffed in your face. You guys ever been to the optometrist? You know how they put your eye in that thing (laughs) and they're like, you're going to feel a puff of wind. That was that. That's what that was. I had a puff of wind of some foul wind in my goddamn eye socket. Not one eye socket, two eye sockets, okay? So she she tears this, what am I gonna do? Again, the bitch knew. She's like, I'm not gonna hurt her with words, but I'm gonna hurt her with farts. So she knew I wasn't gonna fight her back. So she's like, let me fart in her face. She farted in my goddamn face. I pretty much ate her ass out at that point. And- Oh my God. <laughs> I mean, I'm not, listen, she definitely and had- you taste the truffle butter as well? It was, yeah, a hundred percent, like groceries. I was like, Bleh. I'm like dying in the- Melted. I was fumigated, okay? She, she gets up off the aircraft. I'm like, I'm just happy I'm breathing. Uh, fresh air, okay? We go to Vanessa's house. Next day, we have the cruise. We're living. This woman is in my past. She would be irrelevant had it not been for the fact that I wake up with some musty, crusty pink eyes. Not one eye, two eyes. I have not had pink eye since I was like four years old. And like kids have pink eye because they touch shit and then they touch their eyes. You know what I mean? Like that's a kid thing. As a grown woman, I have pink eye in both of my goddamn eyes. When I, I was I was sealed shut, um, I called my coworker or I texted her and I'm like, oh my God, like I have pink eye. She's like, don't let the cruise know you're sick or else they're going to give you a voucher and you're not going to get on this cruise with your friends. She's like, because you're contagious and you're going to give it to everyone on this cruise. Now this is pre-COVID, so don't give me no shit, but I did what any real gangster would do. I got on the goddamn cruise, but I, I had to put my sunglasses on. We had to sweet talk the man that was letting us onto this, onto this plane or not the plane, the cruise. It was a mess. And then the whole time that I'm on the cruise, I had to have eye drops. I have to have people squeezing lime into my eyes. Um, I had to have all kinds of things happening into my eye sockets. And people on the cruise were like, oh, you've been having fun, haven't you? And I'm like, no, I'm actually having the worst time ever. Right. And I was like, no, I actually have pink eye. And they're like, no, you're high as fuck. And I'm like, no. Um, So if you were ever in a carnival cruise and you got pink eye, I apologize. It was definitely me. And that was the day that I would forever be endowed to Vanessa for booking the two of us a separate room from Jocelyn, Jeanette, and Jenny. Yeah, because I gave Jenny, I had to sleep in a goddamn pullout chair. It was a pullout couch. It was a pullout chair. When you open no, the door, you basically hit Jeanette's, you hit Jeanette's bed when you open the door to their and then I say I put full price. Never again. Well, thank you for that riveting story, Jeanette. I'm sure this will tie nicely into um, what we're going to do real quick. So everyone just share a quick travel tip. Um, you know, we've shared 
don't smoke weed before you get on a flight. Maybe don't watch pornographic films. Maybe swap with someone who desperately wants to swap because you might go on a cruise with pink eye with your friends. So my tip, you know, what's something that I still find interesting is that people are still printing out boarding passes. Like, do people not know that you can just get them on your phone? Definitely make sure you get the mobile pass on your phone in case you don't know that, because nothing confuses me more than people with physical passes that wait in line. Um, and stop getting up when the plane lands. You're just going to stand. Oh. And you look, I, it's the most annoying thing in the world. So annoying. Stop doing that. Mine, you know what? Get TSA PreCheck. It will save your life. It is the best investment you can make. It's literally only $80. It lasts five years. And you will get through TSA so fast. I did it when I moved to New York because I was flying home like right after work on a Friday and I didn't want to miss my flight. And it's amazing. You don't have to take your shoes off. You can just leave your laptop on, in your bag. Like I highly recommend getting TSA pre-check. And then I don't know if you have T-Mobile Tuesdays, but Clear always does free memberships for like three, six months. So I had Clear for a hot minute and then COVID happened and I lost it. But Highly recommend everyone getting TSA pre-check. It will save your life. My tip is have your have your ID, have your paperwork, have your boarding pass on your phone. Like be, be prepared. ID is major key. As I lost my ID, so there's that. But but be prepared. That's what that's all I'm gonna say. Be prepared. Uh, don't be those people in security. If you're like me, that hasn't gotten pre-check yet. You know the drill. You know you have to take off your shoes. Mm-hmm. You have to take off your jacket. You know you have to take out your laptop. Why are you over there acting upset when the people ask you to take off your shit? Like, or why are you dragging this out? You grab your three, four bins, you line them up on the table, you go, 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 and you move on about your business. I don't understand. So be prepared and be efficient. The worst people are when they stay on the on that thing and like with their bins instead of grabbing their bins and moving. And they stand there putting on their shoes. You're just like, are you kidding me right now? Just move. Move. Unless you're wearing like flip-flops, move. But I don't think you should wear flip-flops in the airport. I think that's nasty. Oh my gosh. I don't recommend. I don't recommend. My tip is dress dress to not impress. Um, I'll never understand the women who are like out here dressed to the nines, wearing heels. They got the belts on. Baby girl, put some leggings on, put some sweats on some Uggs, some slip-on shoes, a hoodie, call it a day. If you run hot, then wear shorts and a t-shirt. You run cold, wear some oversized sweats and call it a day. Now, if you're flying for business, there's ways that you can travel comfortably. Like Target has a pair of pants, Zara has a pair of pants that have like an elastic band. The material looks like a professional pant and you could just put on a comfortable blouse or put on like a cami and a cardigan. And then I, I've i traveled for work where I have to get off the plane and go straight to an office. And I've traveled for pleasure where I have to get off the plane and meet someone to impress. You can literally get off the plane, go to the bathroom at the airport, pack a nice blouse, pack a nice whatever heel if you gotta convert yourself and you gotta morph into a different bitch, do it in the bathroom. And then go, go about your business. Don't I will like, don't. also not understand people that wear jeans on planes. Like, I, I mean, I hate jeans. Some people get really comfortable ones, but I could never wear jeans on a plane. Jeans on a so plane. Cool. If why, are you, why do you have coins? The people that have coins, why do you have coins? Unless it's Bitcoin, you, you shouldn't have. You're going to go off and Okay, bitch, put it in your wallet. What, what That's is That's so this? true. That's so true. Why do you have coins? Why do you have like, and it's always like the 40 year old men wearing the new balances that act like they've never been on an aircraft. Like 
dad get your shit and if you have a father out there please educate you know what fuck the safety video they need to start doing the tutorial video how to go through the airport like you booked a flight congratulations here's how to act they should show them this episode just play this episode on repeat yes all right thank you guys for that we're hoping that this gave you guys some good insight on what to do when traveling for the holidays. So really quick, net net with Nat is going to be super short, but basically something I thought was interesting. Uh, Jessica Simpson uh, announced not too long ago that she celebrated four years of sobriety, which I really didn't know for a long time that she was even sober. So I was interested to find out a list of other celebrities that are sober. Um, Cause there are a lot and I really didn't realize how many of them were. So number one, Blake Lively. So tell me if you guys like knew they were, if they by, were. By sober, by sober, is it alcohol or any drug or anything? Uh, I think it kind of varies. I, I I think this list is particularly alcohol, but some of them, like Blake Lively said, she, she doesn't drink and she's never tried a drug in her entire life. Interesting. Oh, good for her. No wonder she looks so great for her age. So damn fit, yeah. And so it was interesting. So uh, Ryan Reynolds, her husband has the gin aviation gin and she just came out with like non-alcoholic mixers to like go with it but people say it's because she's like sober because you can drink them on their own Dak Shepard he's been sober since 2018 so he's done 14 years of sobriety but didn't is- he recently have a relapse that he oh, like he- talked to his kids about or something I think I saw it on Ellen oh I think I think maybe during like maybe it was during COVID yeah I think it was during COVID he relapsed and like he had to explain to his kids what drugs were like something like that. Like it was some, it was, I think it was on Ellen. Yeah. They, they love yeah. that. This is actually super interesting. I'm seeing this in the article. So he said his reason for his addiction to drugs and alcohol may have been due to childhood trauma as he was molested by a neighbor when he was seven years old. This is who? Dax Shepard? Dax Shepard. Oh, I had no idea. Lucy Hale, Aria Montgomery from Pretty Little Liars. Wow. She said she gave up alcohol as it was a way for her to figure out who she truly is oh interesting oh, i didn't know this zach efron um is recently sober yeah. because I, I remember he went into rehab for a while yeah i knew that one and he lives a very healthy lifestyle yeah with he his good. dad bod with his 12 pack non-dad bod his dad bod it's like a two-pack barely hashtag not. never forget um bradley cooper is oh interesting yeah he said he struggled with drugs and alcohol and decided to confront the issue when he was 29 jennifer hudson she said she's never had a drink a drink in her life that's wild to me no judgment i'm just saying if anything they should be drugging us it's wild (laughs) how do you go like how do you go through like especially hollywood how do you go to like college and high school and listen power to you but like how do you go i don't know at least maybe I i come from a family of like heavy drinkers so it's wild that you never even like sipped like dipped your tongue in there and like what no, is the it temptation you know? the temptation curiosity curiosity does kill the cat though that's what they say sia is also sober she said when she first started out she was an alcoholic and a drug addict wow and she, she said it was only until she sobered up that she was when she actually blew up and when her songs wow uh, hit the mainstream chandelier Oh, I did not know that. I'm pretty sure. Listen to the lyrics. It sounds like all cute and shit, but it's actually kind of dark chandelier. And finally, Ben Affleck, which is maybe the way to Jennifer Lopez's heart. So just thought that was interesting that there is a decent amount of celebrities that are sober, which I don't know how they do it, but 
it's always interesting to find out the lives and of people that live in Hollywood. Thank you ladies so much for sharing your stories and your tips. We hope this helped, you know, even just a handful of you traveling for the holidays. Thank you all for listening. Make sure to check out our old episodes on Spotify, Apple, or anywhere you listen to podcasts and make sure to tune in every Wednesday at noon where we drop new episodes on all the same platforms. Thank you for listening to this episode of Gossipin', the podcast where we gossip while we sip. And don't forget to follow us on TikTok and Instagram at Gossipin' Podcast. And we will see you all next week. Bye. Bye.